Hey everybody, before we kick off today's episode, Antonio T. Smith Jr. here, and I just want to tell all of you that if you're an avid learner of self-growth, if you want to change the quality of your life, I'm on my major events, WonderCon 2024, it's almost here. The dates are March 17th through March 22nd, that is 2024, and you can go to the website inside the show links to get to all the information there. It's in Houston, Texas. There's also a bunch of opportunity for online tickets as well. So you can watch the event live. Plus, you get the opportunity to keep the video for life as well. With an array of expert speakers, including myself, interactive workshops and a plethora of experiences, it promises to be a transformational event that you've never seen before. Please know in person, there are limited spaces available and get all the details to secure a spot on the show notes. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better, you can dominate. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Integrity Leadership Call. Very happy about this call. Glad to see everyone on this evening. One more time, if you are in the position to, please turn on your camera so that we can see your shining, smiling faces, feel each other's energy. And as always, if at any point in time you have any questions or comments, you can wave your hand if your camera's on. If your camera's not on, you can click on participants. From there, you'll see a small blue hand that says raise hand, and then click on that. We will acknowledge you that way. And always, you are welcome to type in your questions and comments in chat. Now, without further ado, I want to introduce to you our host and hostess, our trainers for the evening. This gentleman is 6'7", 6'8", 300-something pounds, but he's a teddy bear. Don't let him fool you. But he will. He'll speak a word to you, though. Don't get it twisted. And this young lady. (laughs) Also, he is Mr. KSBM, Come See About Me, and has an upcoming book coming out, Don't Judge a Book by its Cover. Be looking out for that. This young lady is the CEO of the Marie Group, the COO of the ATSJR Companies. And today is her birthday. So wish her happy birthday if you haven't done so already. And one of my good friends, best friends, and partner in prosperity. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Reginald Paul and Ms. Marie Deanna Mitchell. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ms. Grace Los Greatly appreciated. Greatly appreciated. <laughs> thank you thank you all very much thank you thank you for all of you who sent birthday wishes they were appreciated and well received so thank you i'm very grateful um as we are closing out on the magic today i just want i would like for each person to just really how has doing the magic or how has gratitude changed your life in the last, it's been about what, 30 days now? How has, how has gratitude saved or changed your life in the last 30 days? And again, this is, this is a safe place. This is a place for us to be able to express how we are feeling, ask the questions that we need to ask. Because if you have the question, 10 times out of 10, someone else has that same question. 
So please ask your question. If there's something that you are led to speak on, please speak on it. Again, this is a safe place. So please, and it's, this is an interactive class. This is not just for us to, for me, for Reginald and I to, to give our thoughts. It's also for you to share with us as well, because this is a class for growth. So if, all right, if there is, oh. um, Go ahead, Ms. Michelle G. Oh, I was just, uh, um, well, just gratitude, period, and not just these last um, so many weeks, but just period, because um, I had, I, <laughs> I learned to be thankful a long time ago, um, and just being grateful and being thankful for what you have, who you are, who God made you, and what he gives you daily, just him waking you up daily, you know, that I, I can't even say enough about that. It's just, it's a heartfelt thing and a lot of people won't, they don't get it. Um, just, you have to humble yourself in order to really and truly understand gratitude and being grateful. But it's helped me, man, <laughs> I, I can't even, honestly, I, I really don't even know how to begin to express the appreciation of learning gratitude I have. All right, Miss Michelle, thank you very much for sharing with us. And I do agree with you. Gratitude will save a life. Period. It will. Reverend Reginald? Well, I just want to add on, uh, since we've been on this call, uh, some Amazing magical things been happening, and it's supposed to when a uh, when a group of people come together and have the same the same force moving in the same direction. So when we speak on participating in class, it's not just dry participating in class. It's also uh, putting 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 good energy in a, in a pot. I call it putting it in the pot. It's like gumbo. So you you put it inside a pot and you add different things to a gumbo, you know, people have different tastes, people like different spices, people like different varieties of things. So when you put that off your chest, when you get it out your mind, you know, instead of keeping it inside your mind, it's somebody that want to receive what you have to say. And they can't receive it if it's not being said. And again, uh, just by being a part of this class, like I said, I've been seeing some powerful things moving, period, point blank even with the participation. So again, uh, like we did two weeks in a row, we're going to continue to everybody get your magic dust and sprinkle it on yourself. Because as we know, as long as we uh, are breathing air and we are very thankful for and appreciating the air that keeps us alive, the trees that help us do that as well. We know that 
things are gonna happen that we cannot control. Things are gonna happen that is out of our hands and we just have to treat those things however you want it to, to be treated. However you want it, the outcome to be, you claim that. Put your stamp on it. Whatever you witnessed this week, whatever you've been through this week, whatever you're going through right now, put a stamp on it and change the situation right now with just a simple thought and a dose of this sprinkle magic that we're getting from this book. Because, of course, in these last later chapters, it talks about appreciation of the universe. It talks about appreciation of the adage you breathe. We talk about appreciation for the mistakes that you made. It's talking about appreciation for the magic wand that you have. Because, yes, we all have a magic wand. I know that we watch a lot of cartoons. and We watched a lot of shows when we were young. And, you know, they'd be like abracadabra and, and things of that nature, you know. But, uh, hey, man, that is fact. That, 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 that wand is just a symbol. It is a fact that if you truly believe with your heart that you want something accomplished, that you want something done, that you want somebody healed, that you want somebody to be, be covered and, and you want somebody to, that was blind to, to make them see, the ones who can't walk, that you're healing so they can walk, you have the magic wand to make that happen. And you truly have to believe that that will happen. You truly have to believe that it will be done. And once you do that, you are putting your magic dust, you're waving your magic wand, and you're being grateful for the situation and the mistake that is not in your control, that you did not want to happen, that we all afraid of happening. And once we tell it that it will not defeat us, no matter which direction it goes, you will be victorious, point blank, period. No matter what the circumstance is, no matter what the situation is, you will overcome it, period. If it don't go in your favor, if it don't go in your way, don't worry about it. Because if you tell it that it will, no matter what the situation is, you will be victorious. You will be victorious. And with all this being said, uh, I, I want us to start off with a mistake, because we all made them. But I want us to talk about Right now, I want us to talk about how that mistake matured us. How did that mistake that we, that we made, how did that mistake build our character? How did that mistake shake off some of that, that, that unnecessary weight that we have? How did that mistake make you who you are today? I want to hear from somebody, and, and, and we can start right now. The, the, the floor is open. Oh. All right, we can, Miss Michelle G has had her hand up. So Miss Michelle G, if you want to go ahead and say what you were going to say and then also respond to what uh, Reverend Reginald just said, the floor is yours. Um, when, when you were just talking about, um, you know, what you're going through and being grateful, Even even losing someone to death, you can find something to be grateful for. Um, just like on the call this morning, you know, I. 
And I was telling um, what Antonio was talking and I was telling him, you know, that I just had to process it. So that I process it and just move on, keep going. I couldn't, I couldn't stay, I couldn't stay there long. Um, so, yeah, even in death, there is, you can find gratitude, gratefulness. Um, and I'll go ahead and I'll answer his question um, or a mistake. Um, and, and it may sound crazy, but always I'm the type anytime anybody comes to me and say that they need help that they need me for anything if it's something I can do I do it no matter what no matter who it is and I made that mistake several times um, being too kind-hearted and basically being who I was. Um, and I continually had people come and I didn't realize that it was literally draining me mentally, physically, emotionally, and I had nothing left, and financially, <laughs> and I had nothing left. So I had to learn from that, and I'm still learning, because it is hard for me to say no, but I had, I've gotten better about it, but I've had to learn to say no. And I am grateful for that because I had, had I not learned that, I would not be able to progress and be the businesswoman that I've come to be. Thank you, Miss Michelle. Thank you so very much for sharing with us. Our prayers and our positive energy goes out to you. I do feel your pain and, and, our prayers and positive energy go out to you on all levels of where you are. Mistakes. It took, um, it took me a while to appreciate my mistakes because you're not, you're not supposed to make mistakes. But Miss Michelle, you hit it on the head when you said, I'm grateful for my mistakes because I learned from them. I see we go through life thinking we have to be perfect. We cannot make mistakes. If we make a mistake, it doesn't make us perfect anymore. We, it doesn't make us who we're supposed to be. But in all actuality, if we never make mistakes, we never learn and we never grow. Mm -hmm. So... Go ahead, Miss Michelle. 
No, I didn't want to cut you off. Um, mm, I was just going to say that's one thing that I, I've said it over and over. Um, I know <laughs> there's a um, workshop that we do and I couldn't figure out. I kept saying, okay, what am I going to call this? What am I going to call this? But then that's what I came for. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The scars made me. Because they did. Every scar, whether good or bad, it made me. Made me who I am. And it's con- they're continuing to make me who God wants me to be. So, yes, ma'am, you are so right. Thank you. And again, thank you so much for sharing and thank you for your transparency. Tempest posted that there are no mistakes, just different paths. When you take that to heart, you're grateful for the, I'm going to say the stubbing your foot (laughs) on a rock while you're walking. You're grateful for that because now you know that that rock is there. Stepping in a hole in the middle of, the, of your pathway, now you're grateful because you know it's there. And now you know to go a different path so you don't stub your toe, you don't step into a hole. Mistakes. Hey, Talisha, welcome back. We miss you as well and we love you too. The mistakes. Instead of looking at instead of looking at them in a negative light there's a there's a a book that says count it all joy and then there's a song by bb and cc wine as they say count it all joy and all that you're going through even when you're hanging down count it all joy each moment's a gift to you and i never understood it i really didn't but i i get it now I do because no matter what it is, no matter what's going on, it's to be able to strengthen you and grow. So you just be grateful. You be grateful for the things that happen in your life. If it's a a death, a birth, a car accident, a different path that you choose, be grateful because there's something along the way. There are things that happen along the way that taught you or changed your direction. I've made plenty of mistakes. I've taken a many a wrong path or many a different path. But each 
each path taught me what got me here today. Each path taught me something different that either strengthened me or told me, hey, don't do that again. <laughs> so that's why you have to be, instead of looking at your mistakes as the world has ended, look at them as, okay, I know not to do that again. Let me keep moving forward. So Reverend Reginald? Yeah, uh, Mr. Corey Peters, we, we're going to get to you in a, in, a, in a sec. I just wanted to uh, <clears throat> add a little bit. Uh, the the word we use mistake and 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 how we're using it in this situation, even though it's just it's, it, a mistake, is just another word for training. All it is is training. Well, all it is is training. I mean, when when they do uh, pottery, you know, they mold it into whatever they want it to be, right? <clears throat> and you know, the stuff that it don't be needed, it kind of falls off. So if if you didn't have, if if you didn't go through training then how would you learn anything if you didn't go to training? How are you going to perfect your craft if you didn't go to training? Uh, me, me personally, uh, I knew I was going to make a mistake. I, I, I honestly think that I wanted to make the mistake so that I could learn. I honestly wanted to make the mistake so I could learn. I honestly wanted to choose the hardest path that I possibly could choose because I knew whatever didn't kill me was gonna make me better. When they told me not to do this, and nobody, you know, I haven't, all, look, they told me this when I was young, this is how you do it, until you find out otherwise, until you, until you gain knowledge, until you receive wisdom, hey, that ain't the way that you supposed to have done that, you know, because that's wasn't for me. You know, what's for me is for me. And going down that road, I knew that, hey, uh, I want to become the best version of me. So uh, when I go out there and I continue to do, let's say, and, and I'm going to use my attitude for an example, because that's exactly what I'm talking about, my attitude. I played sports. And uh, in the beginning, you know, my first two years, when I was six years old, my first two years, six and seven, we won every game. I mean, we did not lose for two years. Now, I said that to say this. If I didn't lose in 10 years, that means I did not know how to lose. So the day that we lost was actually in the championship the second year. This guy named Jason Holmes hit a hook shot on me at the, the last second, and they won the game. And I lost it. I lost it because I lost. I didn't, I didn't know how to lose. And, and, and I developed, you know, from, from growing up, I developed an, an attitude about losing because I could not take losing. I could not accept the fact that we lost, and I just did not take it well. You know, the next year, I, I moved up because that was eight, and then I went to 10 and under, and I went to a team where we didn't win no games at all. So now I developed to where, you know, I was a poor sport at losing, and they had to talk to me after the game. Sometimes they had to put me out the game because I could not control my emotions. I could not control. I had the passion, and only certain people recognized that it was passion and not not a bad, but somebody had to come along and tell me. And I continued to make those choices, which means I like going to Hawk. That's how I would learn. And the more that I learned that, hey, if it didn't go my way, if it didn't go the way that it was planned, it's a reason for that. You just have to go and get better. Man, I just said all that to say this. I am showing the greatest gratitude for choosing those paths that I've chosen in life, even as an adult, the things I've done as an adult because it made me who I am today. 
that is in front of everybody today doing what I'm doing right now. And that's the beauty of using the word mistake. I call it training or just a, a, a path that, that is chosen. Uh, I just wanted to add lib on that because, you know, when everything's good, man, I, 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 my daddy always told me, man, when everything's going good, something wrong. And I, I never forgot that, you know. And so <clears throat> sometimes, you know, I kind of look for it. Okay, where you at? Where, where is that? Where is it? Come on with it. Come, come with the, come with the, come with the weapons. Come on with them. I know they, I know they got a form. Where they at? Because if they not forming, then I'm not learning anything. That means I'm staying in the same place. That means I'm getting comfortable. That means I'm getting used to it. And then that's when I get caught off guard. And then I get sucker punched with life. And and that's not a that's not a great feeling. So uh, I know I seen Corey Peters' hand up. I don't know if somebody was before him. But the question that we was on, the question that we were on is mistakes. How, how did the mistake make you who you are today? Two things. I think one, I just want to piggyback up what you just said about when you're winning all the time. I think one, one of the phrases I heard once was, um, if, you're, if, if, you're, if you're in a position where you're constantly winning, you're playing too small of a game. And it's just like, you need to expand your game so that way you can reach that point of, you know, being able to expand, really being able to learn and grow. Um, I know for myself growing up, I grew up with parents who were, kept me completely sheltered and pretty much scolded me for making mistakes because it was just like things had to be perfect. And it was in, in my in my household growing up, it was like there was no such thing as mistakes. And I was a kid who always made mistakes. Even when I thought I would do something perfect, I would always make a mistake. I was just known at that. And I, I carried a lot of shame because of the level of mistakes that I would make. Because it was just like every single day, there was nothing I can do that was perfect. There was nothing I can do that I felt like I can actually reach to my potential. And I was just like, I was wrong. I was just like, I'm just this, this broken person that, because in my mind, I felt like everybody lived a perfect life and that there was no such thing as someone who, you know, just as long as I didn't make mistakes, that meant that I was a bad person. And I equated that with this person that was just this horrible person. And, but as I grew, and I started to really embrace my mistake and really take it as, you know what, mistakes are mistakes. Um, I started to get out of my own comfort zone. Um, I lived a lot of life in my comfort zone because I was afraid of making mistakes. And once I started to let go of that and embrace that, you know what, I am going to make a mistake. Almost saying like going into a situation like I am going to make a mistake and it's okay like really just saying that, like, this is just who I am and it's okay. That gave me so much freedom of just going into any situation, just like, even when I start something new, I'm always like, hey, I'm gonna make a mistake. Regardless of if I'm a new or a veteran, I'm gonna learn from it. And once I really reached that point, I made mistakes, but then I learned from it immediately. And that shame of the mistakes that I made started to go away. 
And then growth started to happen. And that actually was a really, so that was how mistakes really shaped me. And even to this day, whenever I start something new, I'm always going into it like I'm not worried about a mistake. Or I'm not worried about getting in trouble for my mistake. And that's gotten me into trouble with a job because it's just like, I'm someone who I would go in there and I would pretty much almost fearlessly go into an application and just like, I'm gonna figure out how this thing works and I'm gonna break it until I, and then I'll figure out how to fix it. <laughs> and, you know, it's just like, I'm always that person. And that's actually made me in a lot of ways a very valued employee because I've been able to go places where a lot of people were worried to go, scared to go, because they're just like, if I make a mistake, I'm gonna look bad. I'm just like, I don't care how bad I look anymore. So, you know, that was one thing that really shifted me. And I became very grateful for every mistake that I make in my life. And I don't, you know, I don't walk around with that. So once I became grateful, the shame of the mistakes went away too. So that's really what I'd want to share about my mistakes. Thanks for sharing that. I can relate to a lot of things that were said. Yeah. Thank you, Corey, very much for your transparency. Um, when you said, when you made the comment, I didn't think, I thought everybody else's life was perfect. I so can relate with that. <laughs> In my head, everybody else's life was absolutely perfect. So for me to make a mistake, I don't fit the mold. And it took a while for me to get to a point. And even to this day, I, Reginald had to tell me, you're going to make mistakes it's okay. <laughs> Antonio has told me, you're going to make mistakes. It's okay. Ask for help. And until this day, that, that is still something that I'm, I am working through because I still have that in me that I can't make a mistake. I can't make a mistake. And one of the things that I need that, not that I need, but I would uh, <laughs> that I would hope everyone would take away is just because somebody else thinks it's a mistake does not make it a mistake for you. Just because the path that you chose someone else considers a mistake does not make it a mistake for you. It just makes, it just says that you chose a different path. I can tell you, I'm sure Grace has probably dealt with it i'm sure reginald has dealt with it but anybody because i i deal and have dealt with it anybody who chooses to be an entrepreneur everybody thinks you made a mistake yes sir mr corey oh, yeah. <laughs> and then after corey we have Sharmon. Yeah. go ahead reggie <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll sorry yeah, there's one thing I want to share about that because um, I've realized one of the things that really allowed me to go down a path of accepting mistakes was realizing that a mistake is my perception and what I perceive it to be. Because the thing is, that same thing that I consider a mistake 
if it actually would have worked out, it would have not have been considered a mistake. It would have just been like, oh, wow, I was lucky. <laughs> or, oh, wow, you know, it's really cool that I thought about that. But just because it didn't work out, now I'm just like, in order for me to justify the fact that it didn't work out, I, I label it some level of mistake. But the reality of it is that it's just what happened. And then I create a story of, oh, I made a mistake and added that story to what to make myself feel better about what I did. And so it's just like, it's all about the perception and how you perceive what exactly happened. So it's like, if you look at it as, hey, this is a mistake and this is something that I, you know, didn't really work out the way that I did and you kind of focus on that, that's one thing, but you can say, hey, this is what I could learn from it. Now it's a different perception and it gives you a different result. That's, that's what I wanted to share about that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that because it is about perception. It definitely is about your perception and how you, how you see things in the story you tell yourself and others. So thank you again, Corey. Thank you for your transparency and thank you for sharing. Uh, Reverend Reginald Paul and after, after you we have Ms. Charmone. Yeah, it, it was like, like I was mentioning when I said, hey, you know, uh, when I was having those, those, those moments where I was passing out because I was losing. See, one thing about being, one thing about being grateful for the, the route that you chose, the training, the mistake. See, one thing about it, see, when you know you're making it in, in the midst of making it, you know what I'm saying? That's your way of speaking out to say, hey, look, man, I can't do this by myself. I need some help. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to have two type of people, man. You're going to have one, uh, you're going to have the one that's going to come tell you, hey, man, you messed up and you need to quit and you need to stop. Then you got one that's going to come and they understand exactly why you're doing what you're doing. See, I rather, I, I need both of them in my life. I need both of them. See, because one of them going to really fuel it. You get what I'm saying? Like one of them really going to fuel me to get to where I need to be. And the other one is just going to make sure that the wounds that I receive from going full speed, 100% into that 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 journey I went to, they're gonna make sure that they clean up them cuts. And I value both of them, but I really show gratitude towards the one who understood that, hey, that boy has a passion. And if y'all knew how to deal with that passion, you wouldn't say that he has an attitude or anything because what I'm looking at is a young man that's going out there giving it his all and 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 landed out on his line, and he works on his craft. And I don't see too much of everybody doing the same thing, even the ones who's teaching them. You know, versus okay, you know, you're messing up, you're making a mistake. And just like I was getting ready to say uh, before uh, Corey spoke again, was that man <laughs> when I was in rehab, when 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 I was anywhere, I'm, I'm at a chance where I got to sit down and I have to listen to somebody that's over me. And they've been where I'm at, but they, they're in a high position. And they hear me speak or they hear me talk or they hear me say something. And I, I tell them what I want to do and how I want to do it. You know, they'll tell me that I am making a big mistake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and the only thing I could think of is, how you going to tell me I'm making a big mistake? We went through the same little path. We went through the same little journey. You know, we just different people. But maybe you just don't want me to be where you at because, you know, I will take your place, <laughs> not only take your place, and will actually change somebody, you know what I'm saying, will actually do the do what you're trying to do because you're a replica and I'm genuine. You get what I'm saying? Like, you're a replica 
and I'm authentic. I'm I'm stitched on. You 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 you're painted on. You you glued on, and 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 it's just it's frustrating to to for someone to tell you you make a mistake. You shouldn't do that. You should be. Who is it for you to tell what I should or should do? Because this is me. And even if it's a fork in the road, and I chose to go this direction, I chose to. I'm gonna go to the direction I'm gonna go into anyway. Either if you think it's wrong or right, I'm gonna go there. So guess what? What I'm trying to say to everybody is, when you go to that road and you see that fork, wherever road you decide to go to, make sure you go there 100%. This is my father used to tell me, say, man, if you don't mess up, that ain't what he said, okay? He did not say it that way, first of all. He didn't say it that way. I'm using the clean version, because it might be kids on this, on this, you know, on this call. But he say, hey, man, if you mess up, mess up all the way, ain't no such thing as no half-blank mistake. You either gonna do it 100 or you ain't gonna do it at all. And you know, I use that to this day, man. If whatever I do, I'm gonna do a 100, period. And that's what you're gonna get. You know what I'm saying? At least I know I gave you my best effort. If it was a mistake or not, I gave you it all. All right. All right. I'm so happy I don't have to follow that up. Miss Charmone, the floor is now yours. Wow, I don't think I um can remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking about mistakes. Yes, um, ma'am. I've made uh, so many mistakes, but um, I think that um, I tried so hard to not be like everyone else because I, I saw everybody else's imperfect um so i worked hard to to be perfect because of how i saw everybody else as imperfect so when i would make mistakes um i guess they mistakes used to scare me and i would work really hard to undo the mistake so nobody else would see my mistake and then see me as imperfect. So it was like a facade, I guess, that I was trying to live. Um, but not until recently I learned that, um, I don't know if it was someone at ATS or if it was someone here at work that told me, if you're not making mistakes, then you're not learning. So when I heard that, then it kind of took the stress and the strain and the worry and the fear off of making mistakes. So when I make a mistake now, because I still make mistakes, I make mistakes every day. But now when I make mistakes, I take it as a learning lesson. So there's no shame connected to it. There's no fear connected to it. And it doesn't make me any less of a person or any less perfect than I was before I made the mistake. So um, for that one thing that was said to me makes me grateful for the mistakes that I make, because as long as I'm making them, I know I'm growing, I know that I'm learning, and that mistake will never be repeated because I'm learning from it. 
that's all I have to say. Thank, Thank you, you. Ms. Jamal. Thank you so much for sharing with us. I'm loving the different perceptions or perspectives of, of those who have spoken about the mistakes. Um, and then when Tempest uh, put in the chat how there are no mistakes, just different paths. It takes a lot of growth to get to that point. It takes a lot of growth to realize that there are no mistakes, that there are just different paths. And it's my perception of the decision that I made to go on that path that determines how, it, how, it, how I view it. I have made a lot of decisions, like everybody. The outcome wasn't what I expected it to be, but the outcome was there nonetheless, and I learned from them. I still learn from decisions every single day, and I like looking at it as I made a decision, because Antonio tells us once you make a decision, the universe hones in on just that decision that you made. Everything aligns with that decision, be it a decision for this path, a decision for this path, or a decision for that path. Whatever you're doing, make the decisions that you feel are best for you. Not the decisions that you, that you feel you should make for the happiness of someone else. Reverend, Reverend Reginald? Yes, yes. I think somebody's getting ready to speak. I can see it in their spirit. I can see it in this. Oh, there are our hands. Sister Sandals, could you give us some of that good old explanation of what we're talking about? Sister Sandals. Yes, Lord. How about Sister Sandals? <laughs> First and ready to speak today. Oh, yes. a little longer, hey, you get to learn and on a journey, and you get to 
bring somebody that's coming behind you. Hey, I see this path that you're going down. I went down that same path. This is what happened to me when I went down that same path. Now you, you, you can go down that path too if you want to, but I'm just telling you, this is what happened with me. I just wanted to help you to go and take a shorter route, you know, so that, that's, that's what I've been learning. Thank you, Reverend. Thank you so much. No, anytime, <laughs> you know, you, you made me think about this. We, we the ones that be sitting in that chair, you know, with them overalls on, sitting there with our little tea and our little lemonade or our little favorite beverage. And then, and then the young whippersnapper come by. Wait, you wait up, young man, young lady. Not, 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 it's a hole <laughs> down there. And I'm trying to tell you, you're running too fast, and you might slip, slip, mesh around. And if I, I ain't worried about you. And then, boom, next thing you know, we down there, and the only person that's there to save us, us and then overall with our favorite beverage, just shaking our head. I told you to watch out. Now, it was a, I didn't, how did you know? I didn't fell down there 32 times already. And I just wanted to make, I knew you was going to fall. So I've seen how fast you was going. I tried to stop you, but, you, you know, then you build a relationship. But that's just what that reminded me of. We got, we got two people with their hand up. Is yes. that five fingers or six? It's, it's, it's five fingers. Oh, my little emoji. Okay. All right. It's okay. five fingers. Before we move, okay. before, first we're going to have Talisha. And then after Talisha, we're going to have, I'm going to say that's Maurice. Before we move to them, I want to share a story with everybody about paths. So I was driving one day, and I had a passenger in the car with me, a very wise person. And we were driving, and I turned down this street. And I was like, okay, I think I turned down the wrong street. And they were like, okay, we'll just turn around and go back and get back on the path that you were on. And I was like, well, well, this, the, the, this shows that, you know, it'll still get us to the same direction. So I kept driving. He was like, but why would you take the longer path to get to your destination when all you have to do is turn around and go back to the path you was on? That'll take you directly there. And I was like, you know what? That makes sense. And he was like, life lesson. I'm like, okay, life lesson. Here we go. When you're going down a path, and you realize it's the wrong path. Don't continue down the wrong path. Turn around and get back on the main street that will take you a shorter distance to get to your destination. That has stuck with me. And while sometimes I am as hard-headed as I can be at, at most points, I just want to thank Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. for that wise piece of advice. Because it does stick with me. It really does. And sometimes I tell myself, Deanna, why are you taking the longer path? When I realize that I'm taking the wrong, I'm on the, I turned the wrong way and I'm still trying to take the wrong path to get back to the destination. I ask myself sometimes, why are you still on this path and this is not the right path? Well, turn around and go back. So I just want to thank Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. And I hope all of y'all Take that, take that same advice. Just when you are on a path and you're like, oh, this looks like a shortcut and you realize it's not a shortcut, turn around and get back on the main street. Turn around and get back on the main path and keep going until you find the street you're supposed to turn down in life. In the words of Sister Sandals, you won't look stupid. 
You're going to look stupid if you keep going. Now, if you turn around, you won't look so stupid. You look like a genius. I just wanted to add that in there. That's all I had to. No, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for adding that because you will look like a genius when you turn around and go back. Yeah, you really look like a genius. Like a, yeah. You know, I'm still looking like, like a dummy on the, on the wrong path <laughs> thinking it's going to... They say, Pete... The definition of insane is doing the same thing over and over and over again, thinking you're going to get different results. It is insane to keep going down the wrong path, thinking it's going to take you to your desired destination. So don't look dumb going down the wrong path. Just go back to the main street and, get, and, and catch yourself back up. So with that being said, Miss Talisha Thomas, welcome. We have missed you. The floor is yours. And after Talisha, we have Mr. Maurice. I'm not going to do my extrovert scream yell, <laughs> you know, because I'm so thrilled to see you guys and hear you guys' voice. Do it, um, do it. No, I don't want to do it. They were like, oh my gosh, I didn't know she had that in her. <laughs> um, but I do miss you guys and hugs from afar. And I hope all you guys' family is okay. I do keep you guys in my prayers. Um, so I wanted to say something. So to Grace, I did want to let you know, I am that fool that if you tell me something, I'm going to try it for myself. I'm going to try for myself and, and see what results I come with, out with, which is not good. <laughs> but uh, that's what most of us tourists, we, we tend to do that. We got that stubborn streak about us. But hey, what they say, what your parents, I, I think your, uh, my mom used to say it all the time, how is a hard head <laughs> makes a soft. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times, Talisha, I have heard that in my whole life. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> no, but that's what comes to me. Every time I do something silly, I be like, that's what you get. You ain't got to really get a whooping, but this is what you get for not listening. Um, I always want to do things my way and realizing that it's not working. And during this time with the COVID, um, I've had to really, through yoga, realize that I have not been letting go. I've been fighting, just fighting, just find a reason to fight when all I got to do is just surrender and just let go. And yes, it sounds so easy, just let go, but it's like when your mind and your ego is trying to be on top all the time, you can't, you can't let go because it's, it's, you're fighting your mind and your heart when you should be following the voice that's inside of you. And my voice inside of me been trying to talk to me for so long. And I had to put my hand to my heart one day and say, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I have, I have not took you seriously. I have not been listening to you from now on. So I'm going to allow you to lead me because, and then that's when I finally start hearing my chakra, my heart chakra open up and speaking to me loudly. And I've been noticing God speaking to me. Now, I'm one of his hard-headed children where he can't just talk to me in my ear. <laughs> you gotta show me, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta show me. So I guess he said, okay, this is my hard-headed child. So I'm gonna show her 
So every time I pray about something, I notice that he shows up in my life by showing me something. He'll direct me towards something. I say, okay, well, this is his way of speaking to me. I always thought he's going to talk to me. Everybody say, he's, he talks to you. But his way of showing me things, he, he, the same day I pray, the same day he shows. And I'd be like, what? So that's when I realized it was him. That was him speaking to me. And all the time I've been missing the signs. Um, is it Charmone? Am I pronouncing it Charmaine? S-H-A-R-M-O-N. That was perfect. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I wanted to uh, touch on something you said. You, you mentioned about perfection. Um, that's something I struggle with as well. No, I have not finished being through it, but, but um, I do want to mention, and I had brought to God one day, I was like, why am I always getting annoyed? I found I was just getting annoyed with simple little crap. My daughter do something, I'm getting annoyed. I do something, my husband do something, anybody, I just get annoyed. And um, I prayed on it and I was like, God help me understand why am I getting annoyed? What, what is annoyance? So I Googled what annoyance was. And then that same day, like I told you, God talks to me by showing me. He sent me to YouTube and I was watching this lady named Carol Tunnel. And she wrote five important feelings of annoyance. And what it's trying to tell you. I know uh, Tony Robinson is one of the people that talk about this, about your feelings, like, like every, like, like you're sad, you're angry, whatever. They all mean something, right? So um, one of the things that was in, I'm not going to read all five to you, but one of them was in there is you're suffering from perfectionism. Annoyance means you're suffering from perfectionism. And I was just like, you know what? That is so true. All my life growing up, all I did was try to do is please the woman that raised me. Please her. Everything I did, it was to make sure she was happy. And I realized that in my life, I do the same thing with my daughter. I try to get her to do this. And I noticed when she said, mommy, I just try to make you happy. And then they hit me. I was like, no, don't do anything because mommy wants you to do it. Do not do it because you want to do it. So I do want to leave this with you, Shimon. I think I pronounced it right. Uh, tell yourself you have the right to be less than perfect because you're human. That's all I want to say. I received that. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Miss Talisha. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I couldn't help but add extra welcomes in there. And happy happy belated birthday to you as well, Miss Talisha. Thank you. And your <laughs> day. Happy yeah. birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hope you have a couple of shots. I didn't say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have behaved. I have been watching movies all day. But us tourists, when you said I'm hard-headed, you know, he has to, he can't just whisper in my ear. I have to get slapped in the back of my head. <laughs> I have to get my head chopped off. I have, it, it's so much, but thank you. Thank you for your transparency and thank you for sharing with us as well because you shed some light on some things. I don't know if anyone else received except for uh, Charmone, but I'll, I also received. Um, and thank you. Thank you very much. Antonio knows <laughs> my struggle 
and you just I there's something you said that I I just want to he it's okay give yourself permission not to be perfect but that's not just a one-time thing everything that we do to better ourselves to better our lives is is it's a lifestyle change it's not a oh i'm gonna do the magic for these for these 28 30 days and then oh i'm good i'm 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 perfect after that no it's it is literally it is literally a lifestyle change when you give yourself permission to not be perfect, you have to remind yourself on a consistent basis that you gave yourself permission not to be perfect. When you are in the process of changing your life with gratitude, you have to remind yourself to live in, in a constant state of gratitude. You have to remind yourself on a consistent basis that life is full of abundance. You have to remind yourself that you don't have to struggle. You have to remind yourself that all I have to do is just like, it's, it's a lifestyle change. And the greatest thing that I have learned in this leadership class and outside of this leadership class is don't pause your growth when you stop reading. Don't pause your growth when you're not on the calls. Don't, don't pour out in a phone call and think that you're good. It's a consistency. And that's one of the things that took me so long to grasp. It took me so long to grasp it. And I was, there's something Antonio puts in us all the time. And then I was reading a book by John Maxwell. And in there, it says, yeah, this is, this is one of the things that he had to come to himself was the fact that this is a lifestyle change it's a you your personal growth has to be just as consistent as you eat if you eat three times a day you need to think about your personal growth 20 times a day it's it's not just a one-time deal i want to thank you talisha for sharing because it just reminded me. It, it was a reminder for me. Okay, Diana. It's con everything in life. If you want it to succeed, there's a there's a there's consistency that's on top of that. Be it growing your business, you have to be consistent in working your own business in order for it to grow. You have to be consistent in the training that you do with your employees or your team members in order for it to grow. You have to be consistent with the growth in your child. You have to be consistent in feeding them. Why can't you be consistent in feeding yourself? That's what this class is about. It's the integrity leadership class, but you have to be consistent in your personal growth and the growth of your character and your integrity in order for you to be, in order for you to see the change, in order for somebody else to see the change. And the change can literally happen overnight. That was, the, that was the one thing Antonio had to drill in my head over and over again. It's not a huge ordeal. You don't have to put, on, put the banners out and throw a big party because, or you have to sit here and go through this massive transition in order to change. No, it's a decision. It's the small decisions that you make 
throughout the day. It's the consistency of your thoughts throughout the day. It's a lifestyle, not a hobby. So Talisha, thank you for sharing. Corey, thank you for sharing. Michelle G, I do see your hand. I want to thank you for sharing as well. You are up next. Ms. Charmone, thank you for sharing. Grace, thank you for sharing. Reverend Reginald, thank you for sharing. Thank each of and every one of you for sharing because again, this is not just, and, and Reginald has said it several times, this is not just us teaching. We learn as well. We learn from you just like you learn from us. But please understand that your personal growth is a lifestyle change. Miss Michelle G, the floor is yours. You know, when you were saying um, about taking care of, you take care of your kids, so why don't you take care of yourself? That is something that I struggle with even now. I struggle with. And it's not just my kids, it's just everybody. I'm always trying to make sure everybody is okay, that I'm there for everybody. And then once again, I start feeling that empty, just start feeling like I'm on empty and I have to regroup and I have to try to remember that but that's something that's so hard for me to do and to remember and I don't even know why I don't I, and I've been like that literally all of my life so I I just don't know how to how to change it I mean well I won't say I don't know how to change it because I am trying to change it but I don't know why it's so hard for me to change thank you so much Ms. Michelle G for sharing I'm gonna share something with everyone and Miss Michelle G if I'm wrong in any shape form of passion please correct me your heart is so big your empathy for everyone is so strong where you want to save everybody. The hardest thing that it took for me to learn, which I was hit with over the weekend and at the beginning of this week is every person that comes to you for help, they made the decision that put them in their position. As hard as that is, because you want to help that person. They chose that. They chose that. <clears throat> and the other thing that I've been hit with also this the, over the weekend and this week is that you can help everyone, but you can't help everyone. There comes a point where all you can do it's just, as Antonio always teaches me, love on them. You can love on them with words, words where you're not pouring out you. 
you're not emptying your soul to help someone. Because once you are empty, it's hard to just wake up the next day. It's hard to just, it's hard to, when you're that empty, it's hard to even smile. And the normal weight that you could carry becomes 10 times heavier than it normally is. So when someone comes to you, still be you, but always keeping your head so you don't pour out your soul, they made a choice. They chose this. Let me still pour, let me still love on them because I'm as, as a Christian, we're supposed to love. We're supposed to take on the burdens of others so we can pray for them. But that doesn't mean pour out your soul and become completely empty. Just love on them. You can love on them with words. You can, the situation that I was in, I literally just, first, I, Antonio had to check me on it. <laughs> and then he was like, just pour into them. So I did. I just poured into them with words, only to find out that me pouring in with words instead of pouring my soul was all the help that they needed. So I hope that I hope that helped. And Tempest posted, in my opinion, having empathy does not mean you are rescue 911 for everyone. Feel the emotions, but you don't have to quote unquote save them. Thank you, Tempest. So for all of those who have high levels of empathy, does that mean that you're rescue 911 for everyone? So thank you, Michelle, for always thank you for your transparency. Thank you for always sharing with us. And we appreciate you and we love you. So if you ever need somebody to pour into you, just reach out to us and we'll pour into you. All right, next we have, after Talisha, we have Maurice. Maurice, you're up next. After Maurice, Corey, I saw your hand go up. Deanna, I'm sorry, I didn't put my hand down. Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay, no worries. So Maurice, the floor is now yours. And then after Maurice, we have... Corey. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, um, thank you for that. So thank everybody for for, for sharing. I appreciate it. It's a good. But um, it is um, the only way to not make a mistake, you know, I've been taught is, is to do nothing. The only time a person doesn't make a mistake is if you're not doing anything. I think it was um, so one person said, um, and for, I have to read that one of the definitions of, um, for mistake is an error in action, calculation, opinion, or judgment caused by poor reasoning, carelessness, insufficient knowledge, et cetera, and then a misunderstanding or misconception. With that being it, you know, often the setback that may come from a mistake is, the, is you know, and, and most times the setup 
you know, for the come up, you know? So it's, um, 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 so those mistakes really in my, in my life that all the mistakes that I've made really have been, you know, worth it because of the lesson that's learned because get for somebody also said the best part about that is I never have to make that mistake over again, you know, and it is willful error that I'm concerned with in, you know, or error, willful error that I'm concerned with because I don't want to, and that's knowing that I made the mistake. And like you said, uh, being in, practicing that insanity of doing the same thing over, you know, and expecting different results. And um, the last thing I just wanted to share is that, you know, perfection is the mother of procrastination. And usually that's what keeps me or, you know, from not moving forward and giving yourself permission to be imperfect, regardless to how it is, throw yourself out there on the knife because for one, after, after a while, it'll be polished and it'll come back, it'll come around and it'll get better. But more so, you, you didn't shrink from the opportunity to um, get better. Because I know where I'm going to, I know where I'm going to be at if I continue to stay here and it's, you know, out of fear or, but if I don't go out and make the mistake, then I don't know what to correct. I don't know what I need correction on. So um, mistakes is definitely a blessing, you know, and it's the courage and having the courage to, to just be able to be willing to make the mistake. And I appreciate that part of it. But, and then, you know, both the sacred texts tell, you know, um, in the Holy Quran, it's, it goes, it's speaking you know, it speaks that there's nothing that now a leaf falls off the tree that he is not aware of, or that he is either out of his permissive will or active will. And then the other part is that, you know, all things are good for those who love, love, you know, love the Lord. So it's no such thing as a mistake or coincidence. In essence, you know, all of it is for the, you know, for the purpose of, of, of you know, the outcome. That's what I had to share. And I thank you for letting me share that. Thank you, Maurice, and thank you very much for sharing with us. We always appreciate it when you share with us. So thank you very much. So before we move on to Mr. Corey, uh, Reverend Reginald, do you have anything you would like to say before Mr. Corey takes the floor? No, I want to hear what Ms. Corey got to say. Oh, and by the way, we can tell it's your birthday, girl, because you just, all that youth coming out of you right now, all that, that, yeah, it's, it is your birthday. You understand know what, what I'm saying? Let's. Let's give it up for her birthday right quick. Y'all can't tell. Look at that glow. Look at that glow. You look like a candle. <laughs> you look like a candle on the cake. You look like a candle. Just the, the flame is just in there. Just We got to give it up for your birthday, man. I could just tell. I ain't want to say nothing. I just want to do the birthday talk. <laughs> we call it birthday talk. Just talk it out, girl. And, and, and then let us have it because, you know, you are a light. You are a beacon. Straight up. Even if you don't have to say nothing. You know, they say one of the best conversations to have is when you and the other person is there. Let's say you're at the park, you're on the swing, and y'all don't have nothing to say whatsoever. And then when you leave, you feel like you had the best conversation in your whole entire life. That's you, man. That, that's, that's you all the way. I just wanted to tell you that from a brother to a sister, that's who you are. And you keep that up. And you don't let nothing stop that. You understand? You, don't let, you keep doing that, man. That's you. Nobody else but you. Give it up for the birthday girl one more time. That's right. Randy Watson, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Randy Watson. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, that boy good. 
Morning, Thank Morning. you. I, Thank I, that's, you I, that's what I wanted to say. Yes, yeah, that was about to bust out. I couldn't hold it in. No more. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Corey, you got something to say? Let us hear. Man, I, all right. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I think one thing that came out, I think when Michelle G and also Deanna, what you were mentioning was um, the empathy and being able, because I know for myself, I was, I'm like that, where um, I really just love to help and help and help and help. And one of the things that I'm still struck, I'm working on, and um, it's still one of the things that's helped me is creating some level of boundary um, and realizing that it's not just about giving, but knowing your limit and knowing, okay, when to actually give, when to stop, and when to not, when to just, just having that awareness of just being, and um, being in a moment with someone and not giving too much, and being aware of yourself and when you're, when you're giving too much, because I know I'm someone who I'm constantly giving, and I get myself drained, and I get myself tired, or everything else like that, and um, I actually feel bad for actually setting a boundary sometimes. And I have to realize like it's okay to do that because it really helps me be able to serve people more. Um, because, you know, because if I don't, then I'll give too much of myself. So being able to discern when to actually set a boundary, when to actually shift, like what Deanna, what you were saying was like, just giving with your words instead of just giving everything. And that within itself is a boundary. So that, that for myself is something I really struggle with. And it's also struggles with, I also struggle with again, saying no. And that within itself is a boundary. Sometimes just saying no to say no. And it's just like, I don't have a reason. I just wanna say no right now, just to really give myself permission that I know for myself that I can say no. And, <laughs> Um, that takes something because I'm someone who I'm constantly yes. That's why I can't stand sales calls because I know that I will be so. <laughs> and I have to reach a point where I'm just like, I'm just going to say no. Not because I don't want it because I know I, if, if I talk long enough, if, you, if I talk with you long enough, this is you know, going to happen. And I know it's not going to work for me to do that. So really being able to set that boundary and understand boundaries um, especially someone who has a lot of empathy. So that's what I wanted to share about that. Thank you. Thank you very much, Corey, for sharing with us. Again, we, were, we are always grateful when each and every one of you share with us. We're going to go ahead and pass this back over to Mr. Reginald, Mr. Reverend Reginald Paul. The floor is now yours. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you again. Okay. Uh, well, uh, next on this here list of mine, and I write down, uh, I was looking for some notebook paper where I couldn't find this. So I had to write on a business card, and uh, you ought to see it. I'm not going to show y'all all the good handwriting that's on there. That's good note-taking. But uh, let's jump off into, uh, let, me, let me get it right quick. <clears throat> Bear with me one second. When you see something you like, be grateful. When you see something you like, be grateful. Uh, let me elaborate a little bit. You know, I like to break things down into the simplest form, thanks to Miss Grace Sandals, who taught us math. Uh, I'm going to break it down just like this. Okay, 
How many of us want something? Let me put your hand up right quick. Wave your hand in the air like you just don't care. Put your, I, come on now. I know it's more. Okay. I know somebody wants something. All right. There you go. All right. We look like it. Okay. Okay. Now, if you want something, you got to appreciate what you don't have. Now, I want you to repeat that to yourself, though. If you want something, you got to appreciate what you don't have. Now, say that to yourself and tell me what you think. Straight up, though. Just, if I want something, I got to appreciate what I don't have. Wait a minute. If I want it and I appreciate that I don't have it, what does that equal? Grace, could you answer that question? You're the mathematician. I need you to answer that math question that I just asked. I just asked a math question, and I want the mathematician that gets up there and teaches us all math. I ain't never been, by the way, I ain't never been excited to learn math until I hang with my sister. She get on that board, and I feel like I'm in school again. Straight up, I didn't, none of the stuff, when I was in school, you couldn't pay me to listen to them people. Nope. I, I, great, didn't I tell you, didn't I tell you, I say, look, I don't care. They always, they threw me off when they put letters in the math. For one, when I get a paycheck, it ain't gonna be no A divided by no H with no halftime to base triangle with the hypothesis. No, I'm not, that ain't even a word, but I'm putting it in there. I'm not supposed to get paid in that. I get paid in numbers. I get paid in dollar signs. And if you ain't add, subtracting, multiplying, or dividing, you, you lost me, okay? But Miss Grace, when you get on that board, I done learned how to uh, divide a fraction. You understand what I'm saying? Now, with all that being said, I'm being grateful all over the place, just sprinkling dust everywhere. I appreciate it. That's right. So I asked y'all, I'd say, hey, everybody that wants something, tell yourself, if you want something, appreciate what you don't have. So if you appreciate what you don't have and you want it because you don't have it, that means you're going to, I wanted you to answer that question. I almost gave out the answer, but I want you to give them the answer, Grace. Give them the answer, Grace. If you, if you want something and you appreciate what it is that you don't have, that means that what you want is on its way. It's already done. You got it. You got it. I didn't want to correct you. You know how I tell you don't correct me when we're in the car? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to correct you. You got it. That means you got it. That means you have it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to slow it down. I got on my, my DJ screw shirt. I'm going to slow it down for all the, the Texans that know what I'm talking about. I'm going to slow it down a little bit. If you want something, appreciate what you don't have. Now, if you appreciate what you don't have, you're going to get it. Because if you appreciate what you don't have, that means you're going to go forward into getting it. Now, you don't have it because you put it over here because you said, I'm going to get it. We are go-getters that's on this phone, by the way, just to let y'all know. If anybody forgot, y'all are on this phone because you're a go-getter anyway. You wouldn't be on this phone if you weren't a go-getter. You would not be on this phone if you weren't a go-getter. So the go-getter that's in you that, that wants what you just raised your hand for, you know it's over there, which means if it's over there, all you got to do is go over there and go get it because it's yours. It's been there the whole entire time. The whole entire time has been there because you appreciated what you didn't have. And what you didn't have, you know, you was going to get it because you appreciated it. That's what this book was talking about. That's exactly what it was talking about. When you see something appreciated, when you see something, you like, like, look, it can, because, you know, you know, certain stuff, I, you know, they, they, I got to take insulin, okay? All right, I take insulin, okay? That's cool. That's cool. Me and Grace walk into Kroger's. 
and I see something that I want, the little sugar cookie. Okay. Grace is my witness, though. See, see, y'all get on me later, but Grace is my witness. See, the doctor told me if I wanted a brownie, I could have a brownie. That ain't how she told me, but I, Grace won't let me tell y'all how the lady told me. <laughs> so that she, she said if I can have it, just I can get it, you know, just a little. And so, but I, you know, all I'm saying is if you want it, it's yours. It's yours to go get. Don't let nothing. Don't let don't don't let looking stupid stop you. You understand? Don't let being perfect stop you. You know, don't don't let what somebody else gonna say or think stop you. Go get it. It's yours. Got your name on it. It's been there. You manifested it anyway. You manifested it anyway. You thought about it. You thought about having it. You manifested it. When you thought about it, you created it. Hello. When you thought about it, you created it. Hello. You created it. It was a creation. We are grand creators. Create what you want and go get it. So you say, don't worry. I ain't give you the spirit to go worry. I ain't give you the spirit to go worry. Go worry for what? Go get it. Appreciate what you don't have so you can go get it. So uh, I would just like to, you know, if, if anybody want to chime in, it's, a, it's also a young man that's on this call that every time I hear his voice, see, because I, I, I've been waiting on him. I've been waiting on him to say something. Uh, I just, whew, when he talks, he sounds like Michael Jackson. Just beautiful. You know, I'm, Michael Jackson come on stage, he ain't even got to say nothing. We already cheering and clapping. Young man, I know you have something to say about, like, I'm, I'm going to put you in the, I'm, I'm, when you, when, when, when you appreciate what you don't have, that you, you know you're going to get it. What do you have to say about that, Jaren? Did I say it right? Please, Lord, let me say it right. Huh? I can't hear you, Grace. Jaron. Jaron. Yes, that's right. Jaron, can you hear me? He must be taking care of some business right now. But if anybody got anything to say about that, Jerome. I like to do that. Yeah, yeah. Jerome. Don't be, Jerome, I know you, Jerome. I know you. We, we talked on Passport to Manhood. I think I heard my voice, though. I think I heard him. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jerome, Jerome, you know. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay and Jay? We kind of in there together, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but along the same lines, um, what I think is interesting about this conversation, because um, when we're talking about mistakes, um, you know, I kind of, my, my thought was more like more with Maurice in the sense of, I know personally that I don't want to do things intentionally that are going to be counterproductive for my progress. So I don't, I try not to do that. And yet what happens to me a lot of times is I don't recognize it's a mistake until after it's done. Cause I keep it moving. And then once I get to keeping it moving and then I look back on it and go, ooh. So what I find out what happened with Romy Rome is, is that, oh, I could have done that better. Ooh, or I stepped over that line. So for me, that's the way I look at it. So I like the way with, with um, uh, Tempest said about it being a pathway, not so much a mistake, you know? Ooh, 
yep, we can do that one better. You know, yeah, we can, you know, we, we, we ooh, what you doing over there, Romy? Ooh, okay, gotcha. And I keep it moving. When you got to this one right here now that you're talking about in, in reference to wanting, that, wanting those things, if you guys were on Monday's call, and I know Antonio, I see Antonio's uh, tag up here. Um, I told him, I told you guys, he ticks me off, he gets on my nerves because he was talking about writing a rap every day. And, and if y'all been watching him on social media, he's been throwing a rap down every day. Well, guess what I did to him yesterday? I let him know that three days, three poems, done. Today, while I was on home for five hours, didn't get through, I wrote two poems. So now it's five poems in four days. So I'm ahead. Hello, Mr. Antonio. But, but, here's the point, but here's the point I'm making. And it goes along with what we're talking about. When I went to Iowa this, this winter for a vacation, and I ended up writing that book and doing a poem every day, I was totally blown away from the fact that I did it. The ability has always been in me. But for whatever reason, it came out of me. So when I came back to Baltimore, I said, I'll do a poem every week. Then Antonio, with his little smart out himself, said, I'm going to write a rap every day. Well, guess what? Nothing has stopped me from doing that. And nothing is going to stop me tomorrow except me. Hello. So guess what, folks? There's only one thing stopping you from getting those things that you want. And that's you. So I'm so grateful that you brought this up in relationship to what we want. Because you're right. It's there. It's yours. Go get it. So I have a, um, I was informed to let you know, Mr. Jerome, that Antonio will be doing two songs tomorrow. <laughs> that is so him. That is just so him. Absolutely. Over there, over, he doing it right now while we're on the call. Yeah, he's recording right now. I know you're recording. <laughs> oh man but thank you Jerome thank you so much so very much for sharing it is we are so grateful to hear your voice again you have been missed yes you and Talisha both y'all have definitely been missing and y'all come back y'all 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 come back home and want to drop some knowledge on us like that oh yeah. all right all right well, what, I do have one more thing to say <laughs> go ahead that is I'm gonna publicly tell everybody, I love Talisha, I miss Talisha. Talisha, come back, Talisha, come back. Okay, I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jerome, don't forget you gave me, you gave me the recipe, Jerome, on Passport to Manhood. You said all I do is sit back and I pay attention. I ain't supposed to say nothing if I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm just gonna observe everything. And that's when I saw you, I said, uh oh, I know what to do. I, I know what to do with this fella right here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much. Now next we have Miss uh next we have Maurice and then Miss Charmone. Did you have something else you wanted to say as well? 
we're going to go with Maurice and then Ms. Sharma, you can come up after Maurice. So Maurice, the floor is now yours. Yeah, I just, um, just, just was triggered by when um, the question and, um, and just, just, it's something that happens with humility. You know, when humility is there, there's something that, you know, um, activates the power of the universe, you know, or activates the creator, whatever we want to call them, or whatever it is we title we choose. There's something that humility does that automatically activates that, that makes it possible for whatever that thing that, that we want. You know, when a mistake comes. So often the mistake, it sets you up and puts you in a humble place so that you can receive it. Because if you're both, if, if, that, if, that, if that humility is not there, often that next step ain't even gonna be able to be activated. You know, so the, hu the humility, that humble place, man, is what, you know, kind of is that almost like the, you know, the kryptonite, like the activating power, you know, when you put baking soda and vinegar together, you gotta pour vinegar in it and act for it for the baking soda. Exactly. It, it's that humility. So, so the mistakes are welcome, you know, it's, it, 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 you know, but it's just willful error again that, um, and that was what I, I got from, and I want, wanted to share what, based on the question. That's all I have. Thank you. Let me share. Thank you. Thank you so very much, Maurice, for sharing. There's something that you keep saying that catches me every time you say, you keep saying willf, willful error. That's repeating the same thing over and over and over, expecting a different outcome. When you say willful error, it sounds so much to me. This is me, y'all. It sounds so much worse than saying you've been saying. Because <laughs> it's, it's actually putting into words what you're doing. You're willfully making the same error over and over and you're you're willfully going down the wrong path and staying on that path instead of just doing a u-turn and going back to the main street so thank you maurice because every time you said it it hit me it, it every time you said it, it was like willful error i was like okay willful error okay okay willful okay maurice i got it <laughs> so thank you thank you so very much put action to least said put action behind it <laughs> So thank you so very much for sharing with us this evening. So Ms. Charmone, is there something else that you would like to add to the group this evening? The floor is yours. All right. If not before I pass it over to you, Reverend Reginald, I just wanna go down the line and say, Thank you, Grace, for joining us this evening. Thank you, Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. for joining us this evening. Tempest, thank you for joining us this evening. Jerron, thank you for joining us this evening. Mr. Jerome, thank you for joining us this evening. Mr. Justin Frazier, thank you so very much for joining us this evening. Corey Peters, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Lady Maya, thank you for joining us this evening. Miss LaVon, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Mr. Maurice, thank you for joining us this evening. Miss Michelle G, always a pleasure. Thank you for joining us this evening. Mr. Phil, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Miss Charmone, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Talisha, thank you for joining us this evening. And Mr. Bastine East, thank you for joining us this evening. Reverend Reginald, the floor is now yours.
Well, uh, I know you're out of breath for all the gratitude. Uh, that's very well appreciated. That uh, makes anybody feel warm on the inside when you get your own special personal thank you. You know, when you get your personal thank you, you don't get that, hey, thank you, everybody, for you get your own personal thank you when they get you when they get personal, you know what I mean? Like that 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 does something. Only she can do it. Only only you can do it. You you was built for it. And uh again, this book has done a lot. Uh we actually covered every chapter that we supposed to cover tonight without even intentions like like we discovered everything the magic wand the being thankful for the air thankful for the air that you breathe i mean even for the for for checking on somebody you know cuz we you know we check on everybody every time we have this phone call that's what this platform is for period uh just to make sure that we all are at a place where we could just be comfortable you know and not not only just comfortable a place where well, if you have anything that is ailing you, you know, that you can speak upon it. Uh, shed a tear too, you know. Uh, it's, it's difficult in the days that we're in, man. It's difficult in the days that we're in to actually shed a tear, you know. We was, you know, we was taught to be so tough. I can, I can, I got it, you know. And then, man, it's just, it's hard, man. And 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 to to be able to do it and and. Not only that, when when you've seen it with your own eyes and the things that's been happening and the and the stuff that's been overcame and 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 where we are not a good knowledge and the wisdom that we keep pouring into each other, I mean, man, uh, I don't need no weight room to get the muscles that I'm getting from this class. I don't I don't need a gym, you know. When I am getting gyms right now, I mean, every time each and every last one of y'all pour into us, pour into yourself, we receive something. And that's what this is all about. You know, that's what this is for. You know, it wasn't a platform for us to get out the books and uh, we have our rulers out. If you don't answer the question, we pop in your hand with the ruler. Uh, anybody that you read and let us know if you read. Matter of fact, let me call on your name and see if you read the book. Uh, putting you on the spotlight, you know. But hey, man, if you just do it freely, you're free. Like I said, I like to say it all the time. I'm free. Like that commercial. Free, 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 free. Free, 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 free. You know how the lady told us to tell one one step and say thank you, and then the next, you know, the next, I, I just say free, 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 just free, because I'm free. You know, I don't have to feel like uh, I'm 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 being bonded or I'm being held captivity or any of that thing. You know, just just I've learned from this book that whatever I want, I know how to go get it. That's what I learned from this book. Whatever I want. I can go get it. I can. I, it's mine. Like it's mine. I don't. I don't have to worry about how I'm gonna go get it. Like the book taught you how to go get it. Just be thankful. I mean, man, look, the whole twenty-eight. Just how to go. How to get something that you already. That, come on, man. It's it's. It was written. All you gotta do is just be thankful. Thankful for this. Thankful for that. Thankful for good. Thankful for bad. Thankful for uh, the heads on the quarter. Thank you for the tails on the quarter. Thank you for for the wind. Thank you for the rain. I mean, just look. Literally, D, you said it. You you actually said it. You was like, okay, don't just read the book because each week in integrity leadership class we got to read the book. No, uh, how about we practice it on a daily basis, even when we go to the next book. 
when we go to the other book after the next book, remember all the other books, remember the peak that we came out of, remember the valley that we was at, and then be thankful for that and continue to show how much we appreciate whatever it is that we are going through, even when it's not what we wanted to control, not what we not what not what we controlled, even when the odds was against us, even when it was uncomfortable, even when it was hot, even when the pressure was on, even when everything was just aimed at you and you just couldn't take it no more. And you just stood up and said, enough is enough. And you just said, thank you real loud. And do something for you. It really do. It really, honestly, it really does something to you. I mean, after reading the book, you know, I began to baby meditate. And I'm going to tell everybody here. I'm going to share this with you. Me and meditation don't get along. I cannot put my foot, I cannot cross my legs and put that foot on the inside of that, that knee. I can't, Jerome, I can't, I can't put that, you know how you get that foot and how they, because the picture looks so good, and I want to do it just like, because I know if one day, if I, I'm going to do it one day. You got me messed up. I lose 15 more pounds. That foot going to go on the inside of that thigh and that ankle. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And then I learned how to say, somebody said the word today, and I'm going to say how you chakra, but it's not called chakra. I heard somebody say chakra. That's how you're supposed to say it, chakra, chakra. Bobby's saying chakra. Grace, you've been letting me say chakra this whole time, huh? Oh, man, I've just been saying chakra the whole entire time. But I know once I started, I started breathing, y'all. You understand what I'm saying? So I breathe in through my nose and I inhale out. And I, and I do it the opposite way too, right? But every time I do a breathe in, I say something positive to myself. Prosperity. Uh, grateful. Thankful. And I just say something positive every time, and it's been doing something for me. Like, it's really, like, it gives me energy. Like, when I wake up in the morning, say thank you, take them deep breaths. Thank you for this air I'm putting in my lungs. Thank you that it's still in my lungs. Thank you for my children in there that's about to get up and ask for some syrup. And, and, and everything else of that nature just, and the things just, you know, it gives me motivation to do Whatever it is I listen to the universe to tell me to do, to tell me to video this, say this. Like at first, you know, I had to kind of like map things out, you know. And then, then Brother Maurice, you said something today that just really, uh, please, I, I know what it. You said procrastination is the said. You know what I'm trying to say. The mother of of procrastination is perfection. Did oh. I, I told that all the way up. Help me. <laughs> Help. Yes, sir. <laughs> um. Procrastin I mean, um, perfection is the mother of procrastination. <laughs> yes. I never heard that to today. And you don't know what you did to me. You don't, you don't know by you saying that because I, I'm a Virgo. And it says that we are perfectionists, right? So I like to, I like to get it right. You know what I mean? Like I like, to, I like to be the one to finish the job, finish the assignment, and they grade it and be like, boy, that's right. That's right. Right. So like, you know, I got to, but man, perfection is the mother of procrastination. You know how much I dislike procrastination? Like I dislike procrastination. My nose flare up when I get around procrastination. My whole everything, demeanor changes when I get, I can't, I can't. And now that you told me that, so now I got to just hit the game running now. I mean, I just, 
just go on, go out there and, 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 and just, just Nike check it all the way through, you know. And I remember one thing Antonio told me too. He told me like this. He was sitting at the table one day and he said, uh, yeah, Reggie, uh, Reggie, he, uh, Reggie just told God that, you know what, uh, you know what, just, I don't want the easy way. Just give me the hard way. I, you know what, don't worry about it. He literally told me that. Like, and I laughed. I laughed so hard with it that, 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 yeah, I prefer the hard way. I prefer, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know. I didn't, you know, I, I got older and I'm not just going to dry. <laughs> I'm not going to now just dry, go out there and, and, and do that. But now I know like, okay. Cause it was, a, I like challenges. You know what I mean? Like it just, just does something to me, man. Uh, anybody else got something to say? Cause I, I feel it. Somebody got to, you know, after, you know, after all this good love that we be sharing to each other, somebody has, I want to hear a soft voice, real soft, soothing, comfort me so I can just lay down and go to sleep after this. Just dream of unicorns floating on cotton balls. <laughs> yes, that type of voice. Yes, yes. <laughs> Nobody don't want to have a soft voice now. Everybody wants to rap. <laughs> Everybody wants My to. My name is D. Hey. <laughs> your birthday. Yeah. And this your birthday. <laughs> she done went back to stomp the yard seven. <laughs> well, I, I will say that. Aside from the, the sinus headache. And allergies, just because the world and the allergies and, and the way the winds blow just disagree with me. <laughs> I don't know. Pay attention. Pay attention to your body. And this is something that just hit, like, this is something that has been on my mind for the past week with, with COVID going on and with not only COVID, but with people getting sick and being hospitalized for other things other than COVID. And I sat back and I, and I, I literally paid attention to myself. I'll get a sinus or a sinus headache every now and then. My allergies, they flare up every now and then, but it's not as consistent as it used to be. But around the Christmas, January, February time, I used to get dog sick to where I couldn't breathe, I couldn't taste. Just to every other breath, I had to cough. And Grace has seen me like this before. I, I've shown up to work like this. And then I was told to back off because, you know, I was making her office sick. But... <laughs> But every year I get so sick to where I couldn't breathe, I couldn't taste, I couldn't smell, I couldn't hear. So I would talk like it would sound like I was yelling at people and I used to have to apologize if I was talking too loud because I couldn't hear. It would and it would last for like weeks. And I realized that this year I did not get sick. 
last year it hit me but it only lasted for like a couple of days it wasn't as bad but I didn't get sick this year and I, I also realized that some some of my vocabulary has changed with how I refer to things locations that I go to um, my thought process where I am still working on it my thoughts are different and and I just want everyone to just pay attention to your body because your body will tell you where your awareness is your body will tell you where your law of attraction is Antonio used to always tell us that disease is dis-ease in your body disease is your body telling you is a disease is a physical manifest manifestation of your of your the universe your body your spirit telling you this does not agree with us stop doing this stop stressing stop worrying stop doing that stop doing like your body will tell you stop now I do have my workout plan right here. So Grace, I'll be connecting with you so we can, so I'm gonna need a accountability partner, Sergeant Smith. <clears throat> I will be connecting with you so I can have an accountability partner. But I have, I have truly and honestly realized that my gratitude has changed. And my body is reflecting that change. We, I've heard people say law of attraction, oh, whatever. I've heard people say, oh, vibration, whatever. Universe, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. But it's all connected. Your emotions manifest physically. When you are stressed out, you get ulcers your hair falls out, you get sick, you lose weight. So why wouldn't you think that you would have the same, your body would have the same physical reactions to your gratitude? In the magic, there was a woman who said that she was diagnosed with cancer. She decided not to go through the process of having the chemotherapy, going through the, the treatments, and all she did was laugh. She watched movies that made her laugh. And when she went back to the doctor, she was cured and they didn't know how it happened. There's a study, and I can't remember the name of the scientist, but there's a study that they did with water. They took positive words and put it next to ice. They took negative words and put it next to ice and noticed that when it froze, the designs were different. Where there was love, there, there were peaceful, smooth uh, designs. Where there were negative words, it was jagged and, and uneasy. And that same thing happens to your body physically when you put gratitude in your body versus putting anything else in your body your words are affecting you physically your thoughts are affecting you physically so i just want everyone to to think about 
think about how you feel. Your physical, like like Reginald said, he he feels like he's 12 again. He he feels completely different. He's full of energy. Think about how you feel when you wake up in the morning with gratitude. Think about the ailments in your body when you wake up with gratitude versus when you wake up on E. When you wake up, when you you wake up irritated. How does your body feel? Does it feel like the, a 12-year-old or does it feel like you got hit by a Mack truck the night before? Gratitude is it's, it's a lifestyle. It is a way of life. It's not just you saying thank you. It's you feeling the thank you. It's you feeling the gratitude. It's you focusing only on what makes you happy and not focusing on what breaks you down. What you feel, what you think, literally does manifest physically within you. Take the lifestyle of gratitude seriously. It literally will save your life. I wasn't just saying that, and Michelle put in there earlier, it saved hers. It literally will save your life, and it will change your life. It really will. Thank you, Maurice. Thank you very much for sharing the book. Maurice put a link in the book. It's called The Science of Getting Rich, The Science of Being Well, and The Science of Being Great. It's a Wallace D. Waddles trilogy. So thank you. Thank you very much, Maurice, for sharing that with us. So ladies and gentlemen, live the lifestyle of gratitude. Live the, the lifestyle of thank you and see how your life changes. Reverend Reginald, floor is yours. Uh, you said enough. Uh, that was well. That was well articulated. That was an exclamation point. Uh, you can go on ahead. I mean, you might as well just go and take us out. Oh, okay. Enjoy the rest of your <laughs> enjoy the rest of your birthday. <laughs> and I guess enjoy the rest out. of these hours. Yeah. I guess I'm Fallout seventy six <clears throat> to finish up playing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so thank you again. Thank each and every one of you for joining us this evening. Make sure you sprinkle yourself. I have posted in the chat the leadership integrity class syllabus for those who don't have it yet or who have not received it. Next week, so starting tonight, Go ahead and start reading. So happy and grateful. Oh, I haven't unpacked my bag yet. Start reading So Happy and Grateful by Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. Next week, we will discuss chapters one, two, and three. For If you do not have, thank you. Thank you so much, Grace. I appreciate you. Thank you. So happy and grateful by the Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. If you do not have a any shape, form, or fashion, a copy of So Happy and Grateful, please email me. Again, 
Thank you all so much. Next Thursday, we will be discussing chapters one, two, and three of So Happy and Grateful. I put the Integrity Leadership Coaching Syllabus in the chat. If you need a syllabus, please email me. We want to make sure that you have what you need. So that you, thank you, Grace. <laughs> and thank you, thank you, Lady Maya. We want to make sure, thank you, Vastine. Thank you as well. We want to make sure that each and every one of you have what you need so that way you can join us in the classes as well. So if you need, if you don't have a copy of So Happy and Grateful in any shape, form, or fashion, digital or physical, please email me. And if you need a copy of the syllabus for the class, please email me as well so we can make sure we get those out to you. Thank you all for joining us this evening. You can plant better. You can dominate. Love you more, Phil. Good night, everyone.